Are you still mixing station gas and oil for your string trimmer, leaf blower, or chainsaw? Eliminate the mess and the guesswork with True Fuel, the original pre-mixed two-cycle fuel. True Fuel is ethanol-free and precision-engineered for small engines, improving performance and extending the life of your outdoor power equipment. And True Fuel is available for both two- and four-cycle engines. Empower your equipment with True Fuel. Available at your local home and garden center today. Oh, oh, this sound. Oh, Stephen doesn't give you goosebumps. Oh, boy. Welcome back, NFL season. White Center Live, 95 Sports Network. Number to call is 1605-562-8001. And my partner sitting right next to me, Stephen. How are you? How was your week, my friend? It was a great week, Carol. I can't complain. Oh. You know, start of football's back. You know, obviously this is minor, but we got rookie camp starting today for NHL hockey. Ooh, um, so, you know, that always, you know, gets me excited. How did you manage to slip that in into the one minute into the show? I didn't even know. I didn't because really hockey. Care. I didn't really care. So, um, Steven had a great game last night. Really surprising, obviously. We have our week one picks. Unfortunately, Joe couldn't be with us today. Conflicting schedules. I don't know if, you know, we got to figure something out. But um, I do have his picks. I do have a spreadsheet. Steven, you and I are have one leg up, one and oh. Joe is the utmost confidence that the Patriots are going to not only win, but win by 10, which that did not happen, cause, or 9, because the spread was 8.5. Um, one thing I do have to change, the line, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. The line got moved again. It is Jets, or is Bills, favored by 10. So you and I are 1-0 right now with the uh, uh, Yes, because the Chiefs won. Yes. If the Chiefs the Chiefs won, if the Chiefs lost by four, we still would have won. Right. If the Chiefs lost by eight, we still would have won. Got it. All right. I'm I'm very proud of you. We have a packed show today. Obviously, We're gonna get into the Giants, OBJ, Ezekiel Elliott. Obviously, uh, he looks like he will be playing. We will have a, a decision today. Ironically enough, or not so not so much. Uh, NFL handed down suspension to Josh Brown, six games. I don't know what I, I don't I don't know what to, I guess the journals and diary entries of him. Saying that he felt powerful while he was uh, abusing his wife. I guess Isn't that it wasn't a coincidence, enough. though? No. With this whole timing? No. No, I don't. I know. I don't believe in coincidence. I'm sorry. It's it's the NFL is really don't know how to run anything. It's getting out of hand. Steve. I I agree. I mean, I, I think they're just just because of what they're doing with Ezekiel Elliott is you know they're backlashing it and they are making up for because they know. With Ezekiel Elliott, the whole situation with that, that they're not suspending him until after week one, it's all about money. The NFL, they're a bunch of crooks. All they want is money, and they know Ezekiel Elliott is money. Sunday night football is money. The Dallas Cowboys, they're money. You know what? Let them do it, Steve. Let them, let them, let them play week one because you know who – have you looked at the upcoming – we've looked at the upcoming upcoming schedule. Many times. So we know just, we know it's tough. Uh, let's, just, have, uh, let's just do it one more time. If now we're talking about weeks two through seven. Well, two of those weeks, one of those weeks is a bye week. All right, so games, but it's six games. It's not six weeks, six games. Right. So now it's going to be weeks two through, two through eight, technically. Okay. Oh, we have some great games. O- Oakland, Tennessee, uh, Philadelphia, Washington. One game, I, Steve, I'm going to spoil it. One game I'm, I'm a little back and forth on. 
Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Cleveland is are nine point underdogs at home. I'm not sure where I'm going with that yet. Let's just take a look at this schedule right here. You could have Ezekiel Elliott at Denver, Steve. It doesn't matter. Ezekiel Elliott at Arizona. It's gonna be tough. Ezekiel Elliott. All right, home against the the Rams. All right, I, I, I think that's the way. Green Bay going cross country to San Francisco. They're interesting, and obviously they missed a game at Washington, and then they come home, and then they come home for Kansas City. That looked, you know, I mean, he looked, they looked fantastic. Then at Atlanta, Philly, who they lost to last. I, I mean, it's not easy. It's not easy by any stretch of the imagination. Well, you know how I feel about the whole Elliott situation, how there was no evidence, and, you know, I think the NFL really did this whole investigation completely uh, wrong, and it's got completely out of hand. But, Stephen, this is what the NFL does. They lay, I know. I'm not surprised by this they, at all. They lay the hammer down on other situations to per, to make up for what they screwed up. Steven, if you go into the NFL rule book and you look up equipment violations, deflated footballs, it's a $500,000 fine. They suspended Brady four games. This is what they do. Speaking of things like that, you know what today's the 10-year anniversary of? Think about it. Brady get hurt? No. 10-year anniversary of something. Within football, the NFL. I Carly aired 10 years ago. I saw that on Time Hop this morning. Spygate. Oh, look at that. And the Jets and the Patriots Spygate. Oh, 10 years ago since the undefeated season. Well, the undefeated season will not even be uh, a dream now. Uh, Steve, let's get into the game last night. Wow. I mean, what a <laughs> – welcome to the league, Kareem Hunt. <laughs> welcome back, Tyreek Hill. Oh, hello. Uh, I don't even remember the guy's name, the linebacker, Tante Howard. Listen, man, if that, let's get into the game first. Don't get into the injuries because there was a bevy of them. Steve, I, I couldn't believe it. Um, Kansas City came out there. They ran the football. <laughs> you know who's kicking themselves in the butt right now, Steve? Oh. <laughs> Dan Quinn, the Atlanta Falcons. See what happens when you run the football? See what happens when you run the football, Dan? Steve, this team looked – you know what? And when – a touchdown got called back from Gronk in the beginning of the game. And it, was, it wasn't from Gronk. It was from Mike Gosley. The, the first quarter? Yeah, but I'm talking about the, the touchdown that got called back. That would have made it 14-0. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. It looked like they were going to get blown out. Obviously, it didn't happen. The, pe- the Chiefs come back. I mean, <laughs> Alex Smith can't throw the deep ball. Alex Smith was hold by beer. I mean, he there was a broken coverage on a Tyree Kill play. The one thing that worked... I don't want to say it, Steve. Tom Brady looked. Tom Brady looked forty last night. Tom Brady looked forty. So I don't like to listen. Father Time is undefeated. You know that. But until I see the cliff, the cliff is there. Until I see this specific player fall off the cliff, I I I, I will believe it then. But the Chiefs knocked her. Steven, the Patriots didn't turn the ball over one time last night. And they still got 42 points scored on them. 500 yards. Steve, this game, this game wasn't close, and they won by double digits. Unbelievable. I mean, Pittsburgh obviously came out strong uh, in the beginning to start. Kansas City this, came out strong. And Pitt, not uh, uh, New England. I meant. I, I need a beer. No, I meant New England came out strong to start the game with, uh, you know, scoring on their opening drive. And, you know, you're talking about Kansas City, but there were some bright spots for New England, too. I mean, did you expect three touchdowns from Michael Wesley uh, also? No, but I can't really say I'm surprised. I mean, all three of those all three of those backs can be three-down backs. Mike, James White. Mike Gillisley and, and Deion Lewis. And Burkhardt. And Bur- oh, look, they got four. I, I forgot about Burkhardt, actually. Um, 
But no, they. I wasn't really surprised that they got the run. You know, a random running. Remember Jonas Gray? Yeah, they're always good with their running backs. I, I mean, they come out of nowhere. And Mike Gillisley, we know, had skill backing up LaShawn McCoy out in Buffalo. But we didn't expect that out of him. And, and listen, Brady, 16 for, was it 37? Or 27? Yeah. I, I mean, he, he didn't look good last night. Steve, the first throw of the game, he overthrows Dwayne Allen. Wide open down the sideline. It was scary. It was scary. Now, now Brady's not, Stephen, Brady's not this physical freak of nature. You know, Brett Favre was this physical freak of nature. He's playing until he's 43 and taking a, a mass amount of punishment. Brady's the brain, man. You know, Favre's the brain. Brady's the brain. So when Brady, you know, Brady, he'll get hit a lot, but the offensive line, Steve, terrible last night. Well, it, it's, it was the first game of the season. It was the first game of the NFL season. So, you know, if you're a Pats fan, calm down. If you're worried about Tom Brady, you know, oh, is his career over? Calm down. You know what? You know, I have a question for you. After last night's performance, though, this is just a little bit of a joke. Whose career is more likely over, Tom Brady or Craig Carton? I saw that. You're such an idiot. I saw you tweet that. I saw you tweet that. We'll get in the Carton late. Damn, bro. Oh, man, that's... That, that was good. It's weird. It's weird. Um... We'll get in the carton later. No, but I'm, in all seriousness, calm down with the whole Tom Brady thing. Tom Brady is the greatest of all time, and th- there's no arguing that whatsoever. Week one, you know, calm down. You know what the thing is though with this with this game, you know, we won't get an indicate. So from what, let's take what. Now one problem I had, Steve. The Julian, and they're they're getting injured way too much. You know, Danny Amendola first game knocked out. Right, Julian Edelman tore his ACL. Steven, I have a stat for you. It's a little. Julian Edelman had a hundred receptions last year. Mm-hmm. Twenty-four of them were on third downs. So twenty-four times last year on third down, Brady went to a safety blanket. They gave him three more cracks to get it, and, set, and around fifty of them, I believe, were on first down. So he got the opportunity. Uh, Edelman got them the opportunity. On the first opportunity of a drive and the last the one. Last, yeah. So that safety blanket's gone, Steve. Gronk, we don't know what his health. And Danny Amendola already got knocked out. Now we're left Jacoby Brissett, Chris Hogan. I know he averaged 18 yards of reception last. Uh, come on. Well, they traded Jacoby Brissett. Uh, excuse me, uh, Philip Dorsett. That's a that's the guy who came back. Jacoby Brissett, Philip Dorsett. I pulled the Steve. I mean, I mean, they sounded similar, but not really. And, and again, what we knew. They didn't have pass rushers. That's why they went and spent their first pick on Derek Rivers this year as a pass rusher. Unfortunately, he's on the IR. Steven, last night, the defense, when Hightower went out, I mean, the playmakers, aside from the two corners, they look slow. They look old. And, so, and this defense literally looked like so molasses. This Hightower injury, you could consider it very significant. Well, if it's significant. Now, you know, he was riding the bike last night. And they're saying that he could be with the big break until week two. You know, they said he could be fine by then. All right. So it's he, just a, a slightly torn MCL. But this is slightly torn MCL. What? Hang on. See, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some. I'm going to get some information on this now. You know what I like to use? I like to use the Twitter. Oh, the Twitter. That oh, so reliable Twitter. I you know. Do you really think every everything on Twitter is correct? Do you really think that? Uh, when I get credible sources, yeah. So my friend comes up to me after a night of bowling and, you know, popping a few, and he comes up and tells me, 
Oh, Matt Duchenne got traded to the Pittsburgh Penguins. No, I'm not going to believe. I'm going to go on Twitter and check myself. Okay. Um, looks like there's nothing on it right now. So mm, I saw something. Oh, did you? You saw something? Yeah, you know it's what? From I saw? a reliable source. Oh, reliable source. Oh, from, yeah. Oh, good, good. I think it was from like Adam Shepard. Oh, oh, great, great. Anyway, I'm sure they would have a diagnosis by now, but we're gonna get no indication next week whether this offense is okay or whether this defense is last year was a fluke. Because you know why? They're going down south, bro. Going down south, Louisiana, the Superdome. That game is going to be, whatever the over is, Steve, just pick, you want to bet the over, go ahead and take the over. So we're not going to get any indication on anything about these two, about these two sides of the ball next week. So that's going to be a little, now let's go on to the Kansas City side. Kansas City, listen, Pat, sit, Joe, you and Joe neglected the Chiefs this past, when we're doing our predictions. Mm-hmm. You kept them out of the postseason. Mm-hmm. Joe has continuously said on and on again, Pat Mahomes at some point will be the start of this week. I told you this is the transition. Here and I think Alex Smith heard you guys. 375 yards, four touchdowns, no interception. Steve, he tore that defense apart, made it look like Eli Manning in the Super Bowl. I mean, he made, he made Brady look like Alex Smith, and he made Alex Smith look like Brady. I mean, he was saying, the, doubt, the, deep, the deep field, uh, the deep passes last night, one of them was a broken play from Tyreek Hill. The deep pass. The deep... Steven, you're hungry? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the deep passes last night. The check downs. Kareem Hunt was fantastic. This can be a team to be reckoned with. All, you know, all in good health to Tyreek Hill because they know he had a cramp last night. But, mm-hmm. again, Steven, you said it 10 days off, so they have a long layover. Yep. And the defense, D Ford, people forget. he You know, he gets overshadowed because... He was in the same draft as Von Miller and J.J. Watt. He had 22 sacks a couple of years ago. People forget that. This boy this is a bad boy. Justin Houston coming back from injury. Looks like Justin Houston again. Steven, this team, I'm not going to say they're going to go off and win a Super Bowl because if that was going to happen, it would have been last season. This team's a team, right? They're going to get some teams in trouble this year. I mean, with their division, uh, it's going to be tough. I don't think, you know, they're going to – I think they'll probably contend for a wild card. I'll give them that. Maybe they'll contend for you know the sixth spot with the Dolphins at the end of uh, at the end of the season. Well, let's but... let's just put this into perspective. You had the Raiders going yeah. right. Okay, they, the Raiders had some trouble with them last year. I mean, it just it was it was really men amongst boys. It was a young, fun Raiders team against the experienced Kansas City Chiefs that beat them twice last year, right? Let's just say this cliff, the hypothetical cliff that we've been talking about for a year now, is real, and Brady falls off of it, mm-hmm. and this is it for Brady, right? You got the Steelers, you got the Chiefs, and the Raiders. And I'll throw in the other two West teams. I really think every team in that division has a shot this year. Is it that outlandish to say the Chiefs could go deep into the postseason, finally go deep into the postseason this year? With Alex Smith as their quarterback? Yeah, I'll say that. It's outlandish. If Alex Smith, listen, man, this is the last couple of years. But that's how it is. We've seen this year in, year out. You know, Alex Smith is a good regular season. Good, not great. Good regular season. But he looked great last night in his One first game. in his first game, where it's willingly known there's another quarterback breathing down. He's like, when Kaepernick did it, you know, they were blowing off the Jets one day, and Kaepernick went in, ran for a few yards. It looked good. It looked athletic. He was an athletic quarterback. Now he knows they trade Stephen. They they mortgage the future to trade up and get this kid. He knows this kid's breathing down his neck. 
So do you think that, that pressure is going to get to Smith and you know only motivate him well, to go this off? This was the first game out of that. So this and is what a full did he do? Side. What did we do? He went into Foxborough and tore up a defense that was top five last year by the numbers. So. Small sample it's size. A small, oh, absolutely, it's a small sample. It was a good place to put him in if you wanted a good sample size. Week one in Foxborough, I'll agree with that. Against Tom Brady, of course. But, you know, give it time, you know. Now, it did help Hightower got knocked out of that game because the the guy's name escapes me. The guy, the linebacker they traded from Seattle looked like he was about 50 years and old. Let me tell you something. You know, that offensive line gave, gave Alex Smith some time. I'm going to admit that. There was really not much pressure by New England's defense. Well, what did we just talk about? We knew it was going to be hard to replace Nikovich, okay? So what do they do? They go out and trade for Coney Ely. That didn't work out. They go out and spend their, their second round because they trade the first round. Their second round pick on a pass rusher. He gets hurt. So they knew it was a problem. Okay, but they didn't. Now, they tried to fix it. Obviously, it didn't work out. The cards didn't fall in their place. So that's going to be a problem all year. If Hightower gets hurt, and if he's if this is a nagging injury and he's kept out most of the season, we'll it's going to be interesting, oh, Steve. But, we'll have to see. Um, but after yesterday's game, we're already into the NFL season. And prayers up for Eric Berry, man. Yeah, I, that was just recently announced that he's going to be out for the season. When you tear your Achilles as an athlete, Stephen, you never come back. It's like the Patel attendant for Cruz. And he's one of the top guys, you know, top respectable guys in this league who actually battled cancer. Uh, last season, and then you well, made the it season before, season he before and yeah, and made it to the Pro Bowl. But so prayers up to him. Something I want to get into before you know, we'll have our picks at two thirty. <laughs> but uh, two things I want to get into real quick. We, we'll, we'll talk fast about it. The Yankees, and then the whole Craig Carton situation. <laughs> and if you don't know about the Craig Carton situation, uh, Craig Carton is. One of the co-hosts of Boomers, uh, Boomer and Carton on WFAN in the mornings, and he had he got arrested, I believe it was two days ago, for running a Ponzi scheme with discounted tickets, so that way he can pay back his million dollars in debt to casinos. Five, uh, I don't know how much specifically. There was two million dollars in debt. That well, clearly this guy has a gambling issue. And he needs help. And after the situation, you know what? I think he just ruined his career. And I don't think, I know. You know, a, a man who probably has the best job in sports makes $250,000 a year just by this company, probably plus bonuses and things Any like that. He does. You know, how can you do this, man? You know, I saw something yesterday. A, a report came out. All, all the Tourette's. Charities that that you know how he does that. Yeah. You know where all that money went? Oh, come on, no. That money went a lot towards the casino gambling. It hurts. I, you know what? I I'll be honest. I looked into uh, I looked up to Craig Carton because he's one of my favorite broadcasters, and obviously, you and I doing the show. That that's one of the things we enjoy: sports talk radio. And Craig Carton probably isn't. The most knowledgeable guy in sports, but he's a character. He's a guy that makes – he's a personality. He's a guy that makes you fun, uh, like enjoy listening to. You know, it just didn't sit right when the video came out on Twitter from multiple news sources about – well, it was a video of him walking out of the court office. Did you hear the first question? With a white hoodie. Oh, what do you think about the Patriots and, or this year? Yeah, it was fine. 
um, with a white hoodie like he was a criminal because he is a criminal. I mean, he was a federal. He's a federal criminal. The reason why the FBI comes knocking on your door at 4 a.m. It's not to, you know, have a cup of coffee with you at your dining room table. And if you didn't, if you haven't heard the Boomer Sizing take on it, oh, he didn't know. He didn't know. He had he no idea. I kind of, you know what? I don't know how Boomer is with the technology and the cell phone and the Twitter. I know he's on Twitter. I don't know how active he is on it. But I'm having it really hard to believe that you weren't seeing any phone calls, text messages, tweets. Because he said afterwards that, you know, my phone blew up. You didn't see any of that during the show? You don't even peek at your phone during the show? I, I don't want to ridicule him on that, but I, I, I give I him credit. Awful. I give him credit for holding it in until the end of the show if he did know He looked that. like he was choking up. So. Oh. That's his partner, his best friend. He He even said it. You know, it wasn't just him in that for the station that felt sorrow for him. It was, he said, he described it as like a morgue, like Mike Francesa, a guy who they make fun of on the show. That he even, you know, gave his condolences to uh, Boomer. Like, how can you do this, man? I don't know. But I just wanted to touch up on that. I don't know if you have any other things to say about it, but we got to get into the Yankees. Yeah, I, I guess you got to get into the Yankees. No, but anything else you got to say about this whole Craig Carton thing? You know what? It's hard when a guy is calling people frauds and, you know, about, I mean, how many times does this guy, you know, talks about crime and makes fun of people who commit the crimes and, you know, again, with the whole fraudulent, fraudulent comments towards people. I mean, what are you doing? And now you you got this holding over your head. I mean, think what kind of burden that is, dude. Think what kind of burden that is having that, that big of a debt over your head. You got four kids. No, yeah, now, um, uh, it was someone speaking on Fox 5. I believe it was like a uh, attorney, you know, attorney, it was like a former attorney, I guess he's now an analyst for court laws now, right, whatever it is, was saying, yeah, you know, they're probably going to say he has a sickness, he needs help. That's a 45-year put-away for all the charges against him that are probably going to get you know, charged against them. I don't know. I don't speak in more terms. I don't want to make believe I know how that. So it, it's sad. And it was even weirder this morning. <laughs> so I grew up on two things in the morning. Boomer and Carton. And then at night, it was the trio of shows on SNY Daily News Live. The Wheelhouse and Loudmouth. And, Brandon said, and BT's on Boomer and Carton this morning. Now, yeah, he's and a, he's with Tiki. Now, I don't even know how to listen to that, though. I got a serious or something, right? I don't know. What, Tiki Barber? And the CBS, well, because they're not on the radio. It's on TV, right? It's on TV. It's oh. on CBS Network, 215. Same thing with Boomer and Carter. No, I know, but they're not on the radio, right? They're just on no. TV. Um, yeah, I don't it, It's sad. It's And I hope he does get help because, you know, we all, you know, a lot of us like to gamble. Now, now all of us not don't necessarily have problems. I'm not saying any of us in this room or whoever we know do, but people like to gamble. You know, when you get when it gets to be a problem, you see what happens and you see what scenario comes up. So um Steve, should we get into the pick? Should we get into well, we have five minutes until our commercial break. Just quickly, Yankees won mm. big yesterday. Um I believe it was nine the score was nine to one over Baltimore. And they took the series from Baltimore in Baltimore as something they haven't done since 2013, taking a series uh, in Camden in Camden Yards. And Baltimore is in that a was, hunt. That was an astonishing stat to me. I had no idea. Yeah. And, you know, 
both teams are in the wild card hunt. I mean, Yankees obviously have the number one spot right now, trailing Boston uh, for the division by three and a half games it is, I believe. And, you know, division's not out of the question still. It's three and a half games. You're almost midway into September. Still a, a couple more baseball games to go. You never know what's going to happen with Boston. Yankees could get hot again. I mean, look, it looks like Aaron Judge is starting to come out of his, his slump with a home run yesterday, his 39th on the, on the season, not his 50th. Like Errol had, uh, you know, predicted that he'd hit 50 by the end of the season. Seems like he's not going to win that bet. He's got a few weeks left. Yeah, it doesn't seem likely. He's got a few weeks left. He's got a few weeks Baltimore, left. I believe Baltimore is in that third spot right now behind Minnesota. I believe right now it's the Yankees. It, with the, it's such a cluster that, you know, day in and day out, you can't even keep track of. I believe it's the Yankees with the number one spot right now. Minnesota, number two. And I believe it's Baltimore, number three. The Angels at number four. Now, I I would love to see Mike Trout at Yankee Stadium wildcard game. You know, Garrett Richards is bad. I don't know if it, you know how ready he could be until he's fully effective. He wasn't that great. But if you remember, Garrett Richards, when he was healthy, was a bona fide ace in this league. If he could come back healthy, Steve, that's one team that could threaten. Now, the Yankees, they're kind of, they're in the middle right now. They're not as, I believe that they're better than all the teams behind them in the wild card. That includes the Rays, the Twins, the Royals, who really fell off. I mean, I really thought that was going to be a threat to them. But they're not as good. If they go, when, if and when, if they do get into a series with either the Red Sox, the Indians, and the Astros, especially the Indians, I think they're just going to get overwhelmed in a series. You know, you look at the pick. I think the best matchup for them, Steve, right now, believe it or not, is the Red Sox. Because the Red Sox are not playing that great right now. I know. Well, that, that you know, of course that. They've been able to find ways to beat Sale, even if the, even if they're not hitting him. They're finding ways to win those games. So if you have Severino against Sale, and then you got Tanaka, and then Sonny Gray, who's Boston for Rick Porcello has been a big disappointment. You know, Eduardo Rodriguez has been on and off this year. Doug Fister, expect me to trust Doug Fister. Now, it can't happen, obviously. That's the best matchup for them. Now, the re- if, it, if it was up to me, it would be from the degree of difficulty to the highest to the lowest, it would be the Indians. From the highest to the lowest, Indians, Astros, and then Red Sox. Now, obviously, it looks like the likely team might be the Astros. Obviously, there's still time left. I don't even think they win that series. Verlander, Keuchel, McCullers look good in his first DL spot. Or first spark coming off the DL. You got McHugh. Then you look at that offense. Steven, that's the team you love. Springer, Altuve, uh, Guriel, Bregman. It's unbelievable. I, I mean, I, this team wasn't supposed to be here. They're going to win the – Steven, they're going to get into the wild card game. They're going to win the wild card game behind the back of Luis Severino. And they're going to get overwhelmed in the divisional series. I really do believe that's what's going to happen. We'll see what happens. We're coming down to it. But right now, Earl, it's time for a commercial break. Brought to you by i95 Sports Network. We'll be right back with our NFL prediction. Introducing the SND Podcast Channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and/or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. 
My man Pawson scam. Oh boy. You know, people started calling in Mike yesterday, uh, Francesa. Or not yesterday, two days ago, whenever this whole scandal happened. And uh <laughs> no clue what was going on. Oh boy. Steven back with you guys for the ninety five sports network. If you were just listening to the podcast, you just heard a commercial from the SND podcast channel. Uh, me and Steven have been doing a little bit of writing for him. Uh, SMD blog. It's smdblog.com. Uh, go in, go in the search bar. Look up her name. Steven's written something. I've written something. I'm working on something right now. Steven doesn't tell me what he's doing because I guess he just doesn't love me like he used to. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Steve, we got the street fair coming up a week from, from Saturday. Tomorrow. Steve, from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. Um, we got a lot of good, good things that we're auctioning off. A lot of great stuff. Nashville Coliseum chair, I saw. Um, Mariana Rivera, meet and greet. So uh, it should be a lot of fun. Everything for a little bit, you know, every fan. So Definitely come on down. 11 to 6. We'll be on Broadway, uh, right outside East Auto Body. East Side Auto Body. I forget the name of it. but We are in a hectic area, which is I'm, I'm very We're happy. in the sports zone. Now, so. have we decided on a charity yet? Yeah. We have. We have. Can I make a suggestion as well? We have two already. Okay. We have the American Cancer Society and the colitis. Uh, I don't know. If Depending how well we do. And when I say we, I mean the people who are who are bidding. Because this is an auction. This will, you know. Um, everyone needs to be safe this weekend. I do have a cousin down in Florida who's being very stubborn and not coming up. So, you know, praying to God that she'll be okay and everyone else too. Down in Florida with Hurricane Irma, you know, maybe we can right. maybe we can look into. Uh, we'll have to talk to Stephen about that, but that seems very reasonable, and I, I like that idea. I think that would be a great idea. Um, Hurricane Harvey, obviously, JJ Watt took plenty of care of that. Sure, he did. Twenty million dollars. What was his goal? Two hundred thousand. It looks like he did okay. So, uh, all right, Steve, let's get down with the picks. Where's my music, Steve? I'll give it up. I got it. I I I got it. I got it. I. Got it. Give me a second. <laughs> oh, Steven, I can't wait. I'm glad I'm 1-0 already. I mean, I didn't expect We have that. a leg up on Joe. I'm glad you're going to keep the standings because I Well, last year you did win, but... But I wasn't doing... I was doing stand-up pick'em. Yeah, because... And then that... I mean, come on. It, your winning wasn't exactly credible. Well, not really, but... Um, Steven, let's start. All right, so right now you and I are 1-0. Um... This is what I was looking for. Steven! Jets at the Bills. Bills, 10-point home favorites. Who you got, Steve? I am going to take... Oh, the spreads. Big Daddy. The Bills win outright. I think think this Jets offense is brutal. The only thing that does concern me with the Bills is Tyrod Taylor... You know what, he is playing, but I don't think he's 100% healthy. But I I still think I still think the Bills win this outright. All right, all right. Um, Steven, I got to just – this line has been moving up and up and up, and I freaking love it. Give me the Jets to cover 10 points. I'm not going to pick them to win. I will not be surprised if 430 rolls around, this game's over, and the Jets have the winning uh, score on the scoreboard. Give me the Jets to cover. Bills win. If Nate Peterman was starting, Tyra Tyra set out, it would have been a little bit different. But I'm excited to see what this defense. Just for count, he's going to accidentally win you game from that. Jermaine Kirsch, Robbie Anderson, 
Matt Forte block. They got not good pieces. They're pieces, though. And I think they're good enough to not get blown out by more than 10 points by this Buffalo Bills team, who's not all that great themselves. And, Joe, what do you think, Joe? Oh, I don't know. I think I, 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 I'm going to go with my Jets. As much as I hate my Jets, I'm going to pick them to cover the same as the Bills. They're not that good either. All right. Joe's not really in the house, but. Steve, the Bears, six-and-a-half-point home underdog with the Falcons coming to town. Steven, who you got? I'm going to pick the Bears to cover. But Atlanta wins this one. Oh. I don't I don't care about home field advantage. You know, this Atlanta team, this, the NFC champion from last season, week one, they, they're fire. They're going to be under fire. They, they're pissed that they didn't beat Tom Brady. They're pissed they let that let, lead go. I'm going to Atlanta winning this one. This card will cover. Everything that you just said is why I'm picking the Falcons to win more than six and a half. This may seem like a big spread. Chicago is a lousy team. Mike Lennon starting under center. I expect this young defense to get even better. Deion Jones, the say that he will get from him again this year, the linebacker. You're right, they're going to be under fire. Mike, Matt Ryan's going to pitch. Julio Jones, Muhammad Sanu. They're pissed. Devontae Freeman, there's just too many weapons there. Falcons win this one. I'll give you a score. 31 to 13. Ooh. Hot pick right there. Uh, Steven. Oh, I love these AFC North Division games. This is a tough one. Cincinnati at home, favored by three against the Ravens. Macklin is playing. Flacco is playing. Steven, who you got? Errol, I'm going to take... Well, he's got to think now. Hmm, this is a tough one. Oh, I'm going to take Baltimore to win it. Ooh, they're winning outright. They're going to win outright. Really? Why do you say that? I just... I'm not... Too big on Andy Dalton. I, I don't think he's a reliable quarterback, and I I, I don't know. I just have a weird feeling about this one. You know. All right, Joe. What do you think? Well, I don't like, you know. I, you know, I don't think much of the Ravens, so I'm gonna go with the Bengals. You know, I don't think much of them. I'm taking the home game division rival. And uh, Joe, I forgot about you on the previous game. Give me the Falcons. Bears are a lousy team. <laughs> Joe Kuzamato, voice of Joe Kuzamato, Steven. Ooh, this one. This one's too easy for me, Errol. This one's too tough. This one's too easy. Steven, Pittsburgh it's at the Browns. Brown. Nine and a half point out. Dog, Steve, where are you going with this one? I understand it's a big spread. But look at this Cleveland Browns team. They're going to come. They're interesting. They're going to compete with the Jets for the worst record in the NFL. Give me the Steelers to win outright against the Cleveland Browns. This, with a score. This, with a score. Go ahead. Oh, 24 to 10. Ooh. Steven, I'm going to take your 24-10. I'm going to give you 24-14. It's, Big Ben has some trouble in Cleveland. you know, But he's got the weapons. Bell's back. Ryan's back. This defense is young. They're not that great, but they're young and exciting. They're energetic. And the Browns, Deshaun Kaiser, I know Dick LeBeau's not there anymore, but they dominate rookie quarterbacks. Give me Pittsburgh Steelers doing by 10. Get the spread by the skin of their teeth and not an ass. So, what do you think? Errol. Steelers are the pet cream of the crop of the AFC. They ain't losing to no Browns. Not by, do- not by, unless, you know, not by less than double digits. Give me the Steelers. So, we all agree on that one. That is actually the first game we all agree on. Uh, Steven. Ooh, this is Joe's AS- NFC North pick. I'm going to go with Joe first. Joe. Fine. Two point home dog. What do you think? Give me the home team. Getting the point. 
So, Steven, Cardinals visit the Lions, two-point home underdog. What do you think? Give me the Lions. I'm going to pick them to cover. The co- if that, are they covering you? They haven't won an hour. I mean, they could obviously cover. Two points is going to be tough, but who's winning the game? I want a final score. Two-point spread. I want a final score from you, Mr. Weissman. 30. Oh. 28. All right. Lions. All right. Look at that. Uh, I got the Lions winning two. Big score game. I got the Lions winning two. I don't think it's going to be around there. Now, Matt, Matt Stafford got a lot of flack for the way he performed down the stretch last year. I am inclined to believe it had to do a lot with that broken finger that he had. It wasn't on his throwing hand. Ever since, it wasn't a coincidence that he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league before the injury, and then after the injury, his stats started plummeting. So, give me the Lions. I think this is a very evenly matched game. I do have the Cardinals in the playoffs as a wild card. When I was doing the pick-by-pick week-by-week, I did not have them winning this game. So give me the Lions at home. Matthew Stafford lives up to his big contract in week one. All right, Steve, another one. Uh, a couple of cities, listen, a couple of states are going through a lot right now. Jacksonville on the road in Houston. It will be played in NRG Stadium. The Battle of the Hurricane? Oh, God, don't say that. That's Please horrible. I know, that's horrible. Delete the, can we delete the... I take it back, but oh, this is a tough one. Houston um, Texans favored by five at home both, at NRG Stadium. Both teams really not so great offensively. More Both defensively rounded teams. But I'm going to go with the underdog, Jacksonville Jaguars, winning this one. They win. You have them winning outright. I have winning them outright, yeah. Wow, okay. And that I didn't expect. Steven, I have Texans winning Jaguars. This is the coming out party for the Jaguars defense. Barry, the acquisitions this year, Barry Church. Um, obviously, they drafted Leonard Fournette to run the ball now, take some pressure off Blake Bortles. I loved him last year from the year before. I'm nervous, but he's got weapons. He's got Allen Robinson, Allen Hearns on the outside. He's got Marquise Lee in the slot. He's got Fournette behind him. They improved the offensive line in front of him. This is a very close game. I'm going to go 14 or 21 points. Texans win. Jaguars come. Steven, Mike, this is personally, aside from the Giants team, this is my favorite game of the week. Your 2019 AFC Championship game preview. A little bit premature, but you get what I'm saying. Two young quarterbacks with two similar injuries from last year. Raiders on the road. Titans two-and-a-half-point home favorite. Who you got, Steve? Give me Oakland and give me the points. I, I can't give you a score on this one. I can't give you a score. I think it's going to be too even. It's going to be too close. Oakland's winning this game, though. You know how much I love the Raiders? I picked them to win the Super Bowl this year. I have them winning this game. I look at the Titans as I looked at the Raiders last year. They're a fun young team. They're going to go out and they're going to win a lot of games late. I really do believe that. I mean, the efficiency for Mariota in the red zone is nothing like I've ever seen before. But the Raiders just have a notch up on them. They're not the Titans aren't there yet. They're they're up and coming. They're getting there. They're, they're gonna be there. the Raiders next year. Um of this what's Joseph? Joe had the Raiders and Joe had the Jaguars as well. I assume he's taken the cover on that one, but um he just sent me the Jaguars, so wow. Last two last three, four picks. Oh god. Steven. Basically a pick'em game, it's a one point spread for the Redskins. One point home dog. It's a pick'em baby. Mm-hmm. Eagles coming to town. Who you got? Even though the Eagles are – I think they're going to be a really good team. And I think they're going to be really tough competition in this division. I'm going to go with the home team here, though. I'm going to go with Washington. Um, you know, I always like to go with the division home. And in a division game like this, I like to go with the home team. 
Everyone loves it. Everyone's picking the Eagles. People are picking the Eagles to win this division. I don't see it. I don't see it this week. Everyone's, t- everyone's taking the, the, uh, the Redskins to drop off because they lost to Sean Jackson because they uh, – who was someone else they lost? I don't even – oh. No, they lost to Sean Jackson. That's it. Sean Jackson's a 30-year-old guy. It's only you know, a vertical deep threat. We are going to show him. See like big enough. Jameson Crowder's stepping up. You know, I like to see him in an extended role now. Terrell Pryor. Interesting. I made sure I got him in every fantasy league I could possibly get and have my hands on him because he's going to have a huge year. Jordan Reed is healthy. I love the, I, I want to see what I get from TJ, uh, Samanje P. Ryan. And don't forget that, you know, that cornerback that they have. Now, these are two, oh, the Reds, oh, excuse me, break. These are two bad defensive teams. Josh Norman's included in that. Give me the Redskins. No, you're going to give the East some trouble this year. 30. Mark my words. 30 to 28. Josh Norman's going to give some trouble. Give me the skins. Steven, another one. The Rams, favored by three and a half. With an Andrew Luckless Colts team coming to town. We got. This is going to be an ugly game. And what I mean, ugly, it's going to be a low, low, low scoring game. But I'm going to have the Rams, uh, Rams winning this one outright. These? Oh, outright, yes. Okay. Oh, uh, look at you. No, you got it. You got it. I got it. Excuse me. Excuse me. This, this is included with teams like the Browns, more, more, better than the Browns, and the Niners. I'm very interested, interested to see what I get from this Rams team this year. Great defensively. Sean McVay's coming in there, an offensive-minded head coach for a second-year quarterback. They went out, they got weapons, Robert Woods, Sammy Watkins. They drafted Cooper Cup out of Eastern Carolina. Give me the Rams to win this one, Steven, by double digits. I love this Rams team. I don't think they're going to make the postseason. I'm still 500 years from this Rams team. Give me the Rams 28-17. to 17. I got 28 points on this egregious Colts defense. Have and, fun. And what is Joe's touch? Have fun, Jonathan Hankins. Um, Joe has the Rams. Joe had the So, uh, a little different, but not too much. All three of us have the Rams. Steven, another game of the week. Good the game. Fox game of the week. Packers favored by three at Lambeau. Seattle going to town. Steven, we got? Well, something we didn't get to talk about last week, Errol, the trade for Southern Richardson yeah. happened right after we got off the air. <laughs> right after we got got off the air. And uh the kids in coast. So I really I, I really like what they did there but uh with that defense. The defense only gonna get better. That's why I'm gonna pick Seattle to win this in Lambeau Field, but Green Bay covers. No. No. I did no. that wrong. Green Bay is favored by three points. Green Bay is favored Green Bay cannot cover. I'm gonna pick Seattle to win this one. So Seattle wins that one. Yeah. All right. I respect that with those guts. Joe has the Packers. I'm going to have to agree with him. Uh, give me the Packers at home at Lambeau. Seattle's never played well at Lambeau. Uh, give me the Packers score on this defense. 27. Uh, Steven, Carolina at San Francisco. San Francisco five and a half point underdogs at home. We got. I'm going to go with Carolina to win this outright, and I don't think the 49ers can score more than 10 points this game. Yeah, it's, it's a little... They got Garcon. They have a good running game. I'll admit it, they have Carlos Hyde, and he's a, a definitely a good stud running back, but I don't... You know, I, I'll give him more than 10 points. I'll, I'll, I'll give him 13. I'll, I'll give him 13. Oh, Jesus Christ, I was kidding. 
Now, I just don't think the 49ers are going to have a good, that good of a season this again. Is, this, is a sleeper, this is a sleeper pick for my survivor this week. Um, Panthers win this one and win this one handily. Cam Newton had career lows and pass rating, QBR, completion percentage last year. I think he's on a mission to show that he can be the MVP type guy that he was last season. Give me the Panthers 28 to 10. 28 to 10. Give me the Panthers. Uh, we're going to skip over to Sunday night game. We'll go back to that. We'll do that last. I like that, because then I want to get into that. Game. Monday night, Stephen. Speaking of Monday night. Saints visit the Vikings. Vikings, three-point favorites to homecoming for Adrian Peterson. Stephen, we got. I'm going to pick Minnesota to win this, but the Saints cover. I think this is going to a game that could go, go into overtime and could win by a field goal. I'm uh, going to pick Minnesota, though. You pick the Saints to cover, right? Yeah. Give me the Saints outright to win this game in the dome. You know what? That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, oh, I love this music. Listen, Saints on the road. I know the whole ordeal. Vikings have a great defense. They do. Drew Brees is Drew Brees. Now, I'm a little worried because Willie Steen is suspended for three games. I heard Drew Brees has a lot of chemistry with, uh, with Ted Ginn Jr. He still has Michael Thomas, who I think is a bona fide stud. And he still has those running backs in the backfield with AP and with Mark Ingram and with Travis Cadet. So they are still loaded on offense, even without Willie Sneed. Give me the win, 24-20 for the New Orleans Saints. Plus, plus, I really don't think of much of Sam Bradford. You know that. Chargers, Broncos, Steven, three-point spread. Denver, three-point home favorite. Who you got, Steve? Well, I think the spread is kind of small, in my opinion. I think it's a division game. Yeah, it's a professional game, but uh, I think Denver wins this one outright. I mean, they just signed my re-signed my guy in Brock Osweiler. He, I don't believe he's starting. I think they announced Trevor Simeon is starting this game, but they have weapons like Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. I, the San Diego offense doesn't do it for me. The only guy I really like in the red zone there is Melvin Gordon. And, you know, Philip Rivers, we know that story. We've seen it year in, year out. Inconsistent and a lot of misconceptions. Give me Denver to win outright. The big score, a 30 to 14. This is a little hard for me because I did pick that. I had these these two teams both at 10 and 6 last season. I'm picking the Chargers win to go into Denver and to win this game. San Diego, listen, I've never seen a quarterback do more with less. Every year, wide receiver gets hurt. Right now, Keenan Allen's healthy. Tyrell Williams. Remember that name, Steven? Go pick him up on our fantasy team right now that I didn't even draft. I let you do the draft. Yeah, and who, who did I draft uh, that you didn't like that said wasn't playing one week? Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Well, he'll play week one. And he is. He'll get stuffed by the Giants, and then he won't play week two through seven. So, good job. I'll take that. Oh, good job, Steve. Um, give me the Chargers win outright. You know, if he's had, you know, Philip Rivers has had success in uh, in Denver. I like the front four for the Chargers with Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram coming up from the edges. I, the quarterback situation scares me. But Philip Rivers goes in there and wins this game outright. 20-17. to Low scoring game. I think the Chargers defense plays well. Steven, the game of the week. The game of the week. Will Odell play? Zeke is playing. Let's just assume Odell plays. I, just, I have a feeling this is just What if he's stuff. not 100% healthy? Do you play him? I don't think they will. I think he'll be fine. 
I do really believe that. I think he'll be fine. I know it's Friday already. I see, you see him dancing on Instagram and doing all this. I think he'll be perfectly fine. They just don't want to risk anything. Steven, Giants, Cowboys. Cowboys, four-point favorite. What do you got? Well, I'm not going to – I'll tell you this right now. I'm not giving the score. I guarantee you I'm not giving the score. But Cowboys are going to win this one for the Giants' cover. If Odell plays, they win this game. I don't have, I don't have a doubt in my mind about it. You know why? He's all in between here. All in between the ears, this team now. If they could stuff Elliott, they have the best run defense in the league last year. Now, by all means, Jonathan Hankins isn't there anymore. But I think Dalvin Thompson and Jay Bromley are going to come in and fill in very nicely. KPT's back and healthy. Olivier Vernon is hungry. The Giants do have more weapons on offense. Even if Odell isn't 100%, isn't giving you this type of Odell performance that you would hope for. They got Evan Ingram. They got Brandon Marshall. Oh, did I mention this Cowboys secondary is a joke? Nolan, <laughs> I was a little upset when I saw Nolan Carroll was not on the Eagles anymore. I was a little, I, my mood completely changed when I saw he's not on the Cowboys. So, Nolan Carroll will be guarding Brandon Marshall. Nolan Carroll will be guarding Brandon Marshall one-on-one. That's all I need to say. Steven, give me the Giants. 28-24. Give me the Giants to win this game outright. And that is our week one predictions. And I just didn't want to shortchange Joe. Um, Joe has the Cowboys winning outright. The Saints Saints going in. Covering or winning outright, has the Broncos winning at home, and has the Packers winning at home, uh, along with the Panthers going in and uh, winning in San Francisco by the five and a half point spread. So that is our Week One predictions, Mr. Weissman. How do you feel now? You did the spreads. I'm how proud of myself. Are you really? Are you proud of me? I am. Just the only I would ridicule you, but you know now you got a lot of picks that are similar to me. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. So. Um, Steven, I believe you have some, not really breaking news, but uh, go ahead. Yeah, well. I saw this a while ago. We're in the middle of predictions. With the Mets out of town, City Field will host the Yankee, the host three Yankee Rays games next week due to Hurricane Irma concerns per Joel Sherman. Now, is nothing going, now why wasn't that, uh, I guess it's still essentially a home game for Yankee Stadium, though. So what? I, I don't understand why wouldn't they just play this at Yankee Stadium? I don't know. I, I mean, I get it. No, no, no. Like, I, get, I don't know. But I get I it. I get the home field advantage thing. But you're in the same city. You're I, one I, borough, I think you're one borough over. Amount. I don't know. I don't know. You're one borough Who's over. The home, Tampa Bay is the home team. Yes, they were supposed to play Tropicana Field. Now, that's an un, that's un, unfair advantage. for the for, I think there has to be a certain amount of... What's the difference? What's the difference? Seriously. Are Tampa Bay Ray fans it, coming up to see the game at City Field? I think it gives it more of an equal balance. I'll just say that. It's in the same city. It's 45 minutes not even away from each other. There are probably some fans, I, who, no, there are probably some fans that live closer to City Field than they do to Yankee Stadium. Maybe there's a soccer game going on next week. Oh, I know NYC FC plays there. So. Oh, Jesus. Can you botch anything anymore? Hmm. <laughs> Steve, you want to get into the Yankees? Go ahead. I, 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 I don't really want to get into the Yankees. <laughs> I mean, I have nothing left to say about them. 
but I know the Mets are playing tonight against the Cincinnati Reds. And? And? That's good. Brandon Nimmo had a two-home run game yesterday. I know Azubo Cabrera got hurt yesterday. But did he really? I didn't really, I didn't really care, honestly. This team has aggravated me to the fullest extent. Oh, let's talk about, oh, let's talk about Travis Darno is going to be the starting catcher. I really feel bad because Travis Darno is a great guy. A very, very firm handshake. My hand still hurts, but Travis Darno and Kevin Ploiecki are going to be our catchers next year. Stephen, Mr. Weissman, how do you feel well, about I'll that? just say this. Kevin Ploiecki definitely has looked better at the play and defensively since his call up in September. Can you admit that? I mean, you probably haven't watched many games. Now, there's one negative I can take from Brandon Nimmo playing well. They they acquired Aoki. Who has control for next year? Okay, so that's set up. So now, coupled with that and the Brandon Nimmo surge that we've seen lately, oh, the Mets don't need to go spend money. Oh, no, 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 we don't need to go spend money. We don't need to bring back Jay Bruce. We don't need to bring in Lorenzo Cain. Oh, Mike, we're starting. Oh, no, we got these two guys. Oh, they're playing great. Michael Conforto is going to miss the first few months of the season. Eh, it doesn't matter. Look at Brandon Nimmo. It's fine. That this is the same. I was praying, Stephen, a month ago, two months ago. I was praying things are going to change. Now, I do give him credit that they realize they have to move on from David Wright. So they are going to be looking well, at David Wright options. wants to come back. And now he does. No, no, no. That's true. And he, can, he has the right to do whatever he wants. He earned that money. He earned that contract. The Mets realize. He may never be able to pick up a baseball bat again. And they have and to go into the season realizing that that, that third, David Wright's not a reliable third base option. Now, Mike Moustakis is probably going to be out of their price range. I understand that. Eduardo Nunez might be an option. Give me, I mean, give me something. Don't just give me Wilmer Flores. Don't give me TJ Rivera. You well, can't rely on him with this Tommy John surgery he's having this week. Oh, I can't believe it. I, I, we're getting Tommy John surgeries from hitters now. I, I, I mean... Oh, God. we got a caller waiting. Two minutes left in the show. Caller, state your name. Where are you from? Uh, caller? Hello? Hi. Hi. Hey, what's your name, buddy? Uh, Jamal. Oh, this is Andrew from Belmore. Andrew. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Oh, Jamal. Andrew, it's been a while. Where the oh. hell have you been? Listen, man, I, I, you know, I was in Toronto for a while talking about the Blue Jays, but I'm back. I'm, I'm back in Belmore. And, um, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew goes into right. hibernation until October. Right? Yeah, I go into hibernation for a while, you know. But um, I wanted to talk about the Mets. They, they had the highest expectations coming into this year, and then they just started unloading because they had such a explosive lineup, top to bottom, Pitching to hitting everything you name it. I mean, they were such a contender if you look at it on paper, and it's a disappointment to us Mets fans. And like, you know, they unloaded Bruce, they unloaded Granderson, they unloaded Reed. I mean, the list will go on. Going into next season, do you, do you think they should sign a guy like Manny Machado? The thing about Machado is he's not a free agent until next season, after next season. But maybe uh, yeah. interesting. You know, I think Orioles are here, like, hearing offers from him, but I just don't think they're going to be ready to give up on him just yet. It's going to take too much. Andrew, the reason why this season obviously spun out of control it was the injuries. I mean, this yep. guy got hurt in April. You know, Steven Matt started the and year on the floor. Familia got hurt. I mean, ever since that, I don't want to blame anything on eight in April. That 18-inning game. 
and it, and Familia wasn't even up yet, and then he got hurt. I mean, it really killed mess. It was a down spiral for that bullpen. That was the issue. It was the bullpen. That was the downfall of the season right there. And you're talking about trading all these guys, Granderson and Bruce. Andrew, they're, they're expiring contracts. Granderson definitely wasn't coming back as much as we all wanted him back, as much as he does for this community. Yeah, he's fan favorite, but look, he's, he's at the decline of his career at this point. Yeah, hey, Bruce, though, I wouldn't mind taking him back next year, to be honest with you. Andrew, I don't know if you just had, heard my answer from before. Nimmo's <laughs> playing with Aoki's here. They're not signing Bruce. It's the same old yeah. next one. It, it hurts, but it's... Yeah. it's why would they? Why would they? Of course. Yeah, I know. Andrew, we appreciate the call. And you better call. Why don't you call next week? I will, don't All call right. two minutes. Don't call two minutes left in the show. No, we. You know, we're gonna have to get cut off soon. You know what? Big Daddy told me uh, to call by three o'clock. So I'm listening Big to the Big Daddy. Big Daddy on this. Oh boy. By the way, I heard Big Daddy's is a very nice restaurant. I do have to check it out. Andrew, thanks for calling up. But uh, we'll talk to you again next week. All right, I'll talk to you in five minutes. <laughs> See you, Andrew. See you, guys. <laughs> oh, God. Well, Andrew, our friend Andrew from Dumbo. But we have, we really have to wrap this show up. Uh, it was a great week one prediction. I'm looking forward to Sunday. And the week after, we have the Belmore Street Fair with uh, the S&T Podcast channel. Errol, any last words? Uh, go and go check out, subscribe to the SNDblog.com. Uh, if you want to listen to our show, it's going to be on smbblog.com. It's going to be on i95sportsnetwork.com. Also, make sure you look out for our predictions as we will be posting them. Oh, God. Oh, I can't wait for this. Have a great week, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. i95 Sports Network. Western and